Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, new car liabilities, EPA overreach, and a new Corvette SUV. That and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim DePasquale, a poster to the stars. Tim, how you doing this week? I'm, I'm very confused, Bud. I got uh, whatever I'm doing in my life, I'm supposed to be doing five other things at yeah. the same time. Only you know, five? Is, yeah, right. Well, that's all I can count on. How, how's, how's the moving going? It's uh, swimmingly <laughs> very... Very not good. I mean, it's swimmingly. Uh, <laughs> what are you swimming in? Uh, yeah. uh, quicksand? Oh, or? my God. There's, there's still, uh, we're trying to get the old house cleaned out because we got to start renovation. But now we got stuff piled up at the new place, and I've got to have a place to put that. But we got to get the shelving put up first. But we really need to get the grass seed put out in the yard so that the dogs aren't dragging mud into the new house. All oh, yeah, the time. yeah. You know, and, and now it's mowing time, and I've got about. 10 of those acres need to be mowed in the pasture, so I'm thinking I might get a cow instead to let them do some of that work. Sure, what could possibly go wrong there? Just a word of encouragement, Tim. Yeah. You know, I moved over Thanksgiving. This past weekend, I unpacked my last box. Oh. So there is a there's a light there at the end of the tunnel. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You're that's, about three that's or four months great away. News. Great news. Yeah. I was saying three or four years. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you get the grass oh, growing geez, up. Have is. you thought about AstroTurf? <laughs> Just use the goats. Why do you need a lawnmower? Use your goats. Goats won't yeah. eat grass, bud. Oh, really? They won't? No, they eat Hayes weeds Bill, and flowers and... Oh, just the flower, all the, all the stuff you want to keep? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's exactly. like, kind of like the deer, mm-hmm. which my friend tells me are nothing more than goats and with a well, costume designer. Very true, very I true. I guess so, all right. So I get a Facebook post. Do you get these things on your on your phone where it's the anniversary of something? Oh, yeah, memories. Know, two years ago, yeah, memories. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. so. the corners of my... Well, <laughs> anyway, we won't go there. Uh, so I, I was reminded that a week or so ago I was in the Bahamas. With the family. We had a 40th birthday party for my uh, daughter-in-law, and 22 of us <laughs> wound up in the Bahamas. And, uh-huh. and it was like the, it was like the Clampets getting somewhere, okay? But, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. We, got on a, we got on a plane that overheated on the tarmac mm-hmm. and uh, finally convinced, before everybody passed out in the plane, finally convinced uh, somebody to turn the plane around, take us back, and let's switch planes. I was a little concerned about the plane anyway because it was one of these turboprop things mm. with the wings on top of the plane. Okay. And we were going to be flying over water. Uh-huh. And it's probably just me that thinks this way, but I'm thinking, you know, if we have an issue on a regular plane, you know, the plane hits the water first. Mm-hmm. On this one, we hit the water first. Right. We're under the wings. Right, right. And, yeah, well. Well, you know what this all sounds like to me, bud? This is rich people problems. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Be reminded, I've told yeah. you this before, that I have enough money to 
you know, last me the rest of my life. Yeah. As long as, you know, I expire next Tuesday, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the Tales of the Bahamas, and it was, it reminded me of an interesting trip. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, getting there and getting home. Glad you made it back, bud. Oh, so am I. Liabilities. Having TikTok and Zoom in your car. Remember, we, we kind of ran out of time on the radio show, and, and even so on the podcast, we, mm-hmm. we were talking about it, and I wanted to address the finality of this particular topic. And the finality is, in 2021, more than 3,500 people died from distracted driving. Right. And they weren't necessarily the, the person that was doing that the was... deed. It could have been somebody they ran into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this has become a real problem. Uh, it's up over... 31 states now ban drivers from using cell phones while driving, and 48 ban using texting while driving. I don't know who the two that are still letting you text and drive are. Yeah, but even even at that, you, you still see people. I've had so many near misses with oncoming traffic, and you can look at the driver is looking down, texting, while they're crossing the center line even in a state where it's illegal so you know what's the well it's it's, it's risen it's ridden 30 percent over yeah. the last four years mm-hmm. it's not being enforced that's all right and again i've had to how do uh, you enforce it? it i don't know you know yeah uh, I, i've seen these these situations where the police are at intersections and people are sitting at intersections with their phone in their ear which here mm-hmm. in georgia's you know you can't do yeah and uh, they're walking up and Giving them a ticket at the intersection. Well, so how how stupid do you have to be to be doing it like that? You know, they they managed to uh, get a lot of people tickets uh, going through school zones. Sure. Even when children are not present, if you're going over the posted speed limit, even when children are present. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. uh, cameras, if you want to get crazy with that and, and be watched by Big Brother all the time, and they start passing out $150 tickets, pretty soon people might get the message. But I, I hope we don't have to go there. But Well, it's not just the phone. You know, now no. with the car manufacturers talking about putting Zoom and TikTok in your car. I mean, that's... You know, then, you, then you're, you're not only distracted by the phone, you're, you're distracted, you know, by the screen. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're taking your eyes off the road completely to look at the screen over to your right or wherever it may be, and pretty soon it's going to be the whole front of the car, right. uh, the whole dashboard. But uh, it's, it's, we're trying to make the car like a second living room. Yeah. And I don't know who's driving it. I, I don't know that it's completely the car manufacturers. Some of the car manufacturers saying that they're putting the technology in because they want to get us to autonomous cars, completely mm-hmm. autonomous cars. Yeah, well, they should start with the autonomy first. <laughs> well, they're saying that it'll, it'll all it'll all blend it'll together. It'll all blend together, right? But yeah. um, you know, yeah. like the charging stations and the electric vehicles, uh, that's uh-huh. worked so well so far. Yeah, right. yeah, it's it, it's great. Americans already, according to AAA, deeply misunderstand driving assist technologies. One in ten are telling the manufacturers that they purchased a vehicle. Because it could drive itself while the driver sleeps. Oh, no. Remember your camper story? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, right. The guy thought that when he put the cruise control on, he could go back and make a sandwich. Well, apparently, that's, that's... a lot of that goes on. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, people misunderstanding. And I, I'm not knocking older folks, myself included. 
you included. Yep. And this youngin that's producing the show, I kind of sort of include him. But the technology is outgrowing the people that are buying the cars at such oh, a rapid sure. pace. You know, it takes me two days to set up the dashboard in my car if I want to change something. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> because by the time... You know, by the time you figure out what you're supposed to press, and mm-hmm. sometimes you got to get out of the car, run run around the car twice and whistle Dixie or something, jump back in the car and press another button. Right. You know, it, it all drives you nuts. Here's, here's what it is for me. Whose fault is it going to be mm-hmm. in the future if you have a car and you wreck it or you kill somebody, whether it's yourself or the person you run into, is it going to be the driver's fault? Is it going to be the manufacturer's fault for putting this stuff in the car? And how, you know. Well, at any rate. Well, let's it's jam to, up the courts a little more. Yeah, it's, it's going to raise insurance rates for everybody because everybody's going to pay. Yeah. That's the way it's going to have to be. But I don't want to be the victim. And, and as I stated on last week's show, I've already stopped riding my motorcycle on the road because it's just too unsafe. That's not how I want to die. Isn't the point of driver's licenses not only to give you the privilege of driving, but also the responsibility of driving? I think as sure. long as we have driver's licenses, no matter how autonomous these vehicles get, ultimately the driver's got to stay responsible. It's the mm-hmm. only way to do it. Absolutely. Well, here we go for responsibility. Do, do we have the... If I hold this up to the mic, can the folks see it? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to hold it up for you all. Okay. And I'll, I'll let you read the... I'll let you read the... Uh, Okay. The caption. The sci-fi monster is Lexus new minivan complete with a 48-inch TV. Wow. That's better than the one I have in my living room. I was going to say, you know, a lot of the computer screens in the cars, I was thinking about this when you, you know, you mentioned a 48-inch you know, television. Now, this is supposedly going to be separated from the driver's compartment by some sort of panel or something. Uh-huh. Uh, this Lexus is more like a limousine, if you will. Uh, but I'm thinking to myself, you know, the screen in my latest car is bigger than our first TV set. Right, yeah. right. Honey, I'll be out in the garage watching the news. <laughs> well, I, I guess that's where we're going. Yeah, it is. Remember we did the uh, story <laughs> on uh, on a $10,000 paint stripe. Oh, yeah. On the right. Ford GT500, I mm-hmm. believe it was. Uh, have we got a story for you about the Dodge Demon? I have a little experience with this. Oh, do you? Okay. Yes. Yeah, you because know, is, yeah, the yeah. demon is the, the based on the Dodge Challenger. Right. Now, you know, when you put a sunroof into a car, you have to make space for the sunroof assembly. Right. Which is, you know, fairly thick, so you have to drop the headliner in that area. And we have had issues on the uh, first generation of these Challengers with taller people over six foot tall losing so much headroom that their head is bumping the headliner. So we've had to modify some of these headliners for tall people. So what they've got in this new Demon is a uh, shorter version that actually makes a little bit more space. So it's it's a more expensive unit. $99.95. Yeah. Put a sunroof in. Right. And I, I think what they're getting at here, the power of the car... And this, this would apply to anything that's mm-hmm. got a lot of power. Sure. Okay. 
when you put that power to the ground, you're twisting the body of the car. Mm-hmm. You're moving a lot of things around. And if you've got a sunroof in there, or moonroof, or whatever you call it, that's one of the things that's being twisted and tweaked. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and they break all the time anyway, even in non-performance <laughs> yeah. cars. Well, that's true. But they don't want you looking up in the sky while you're, you know, driving this new demon because it'll, you know, 8.91 seconds at 151 miles an hour Isn't in the quarter. Isn't crazy? Who needs a sunroof? Well, <laughs> keep your eyes on the windshield. So it's only five bucks off the painted stripe, though, on the Mustang. Yeah, so, right. It's a, wow. Well, speaking of generations, you brought up the different generations of challengers. Mm-hmm. I, I never keep track of who's uh, who's in what generation anymore. We got Z, we got Y, we got X. Um, mm-hmm. Generation Z, which is 18 to 24-year-olds right now, are into the Toyota Camrys, uh, Toyota Corolla, Honda Civic, Chevrolet Silverados, okay? Do you, do you see the connection here with every one of these generations, bud, that one of the most popular vehicles is... The full-size pickup truck. Yep. Younger millennials, 25 to 34, is Chevrolet Silverado, F-150, and the Grand Cherokee, and the Ram 1500. Mm-hmm. Older millennials, 35 to 44, Chevrolet Silverado, F-150, Tesla Y, the Ram 1500, and the RAV. What do they call that? R-A-V-4. RAV-4. RAV-4. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Generation X, 45 to 54. Here you go, Bill. Chevrolet Silverado, followed by the Ford F-150, the Ram 1500, the RAV4, and Tesla. Now we have the baby boomers. 55 to 64, F-150, Silverado, RAV4, Ram 1500. Older baby boomers, Uh uh-oh. Toyota RAV4, okay. Pre-boomers, 75 and older, Chevrolet Equinox. Followed by the Honda CRV. Everybody wants to drive a big vehicle, I a guess. big safe vehicle. So that's your generation. Yeah. Remember the Who song? My generation. Uh huh. We'll be right back here at North Georgia's News Talk AM 515 FM 102.9 WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. Hey, certainly are. Every time I go in there. Oh, yeah. yeah they're they're for sure. happy. I go into the, the Gainesville store a lot. Mm-hmm. Probably getting tired of me being in there. But I anyway, doubt it. No. <laughs> oh, here comes hey, the you know, big we were talking about we were talking about liabilities in the uh, first uh, segment. Yeah. You know where you're liable to have a lot of fun today? Where? At Atlanta Motorsports Park. Round three of the summer kart racing series is going on. Oh, yeah. And uh, then next week, you know, it's public karting as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, just check them out at atlantamotorsportspark.com. Okay. And get yourself in line figur- mm-hmm. figuratively and literally, you know, reserve your, your karting time. Sure. That way you can show up and you don't have to stand around for a long time waiting to go karting. Right. 
and they got a lot of great things going on. Oh A&P, yeah, so always love. Check of out fun. all the stuff on their website. Uh, you are liable to have a lot of fun. Okay. Round three is next weekend, by the way, summer mm-hmm. karting season. So uh, that'll that'll be fun. Also, my grandson's been running in that series, and I don't know how he did last week. No. I'll have to check in with check him. Check it out. No, I'll go and watch it next week. We'll figure it out. Michelin Raceway, Road Atlanta, today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The historic racing series, the Midi. The Midi, my favorite. Mm. And it's, it's, it's great fun. Here's, here's what's cool about it. You not only see some great race cars. Yeah. This time, the Grand Marshals are the Wood Brothers. Oh. The Wood Brothers' son. Uh-huh. You know, the, the Wood Brothers... Uh, Glenn, the Wood Brothers, Glenn and Leonard, mm-hmm. uh, their sons are now the Wood Brothers taking over the business, and that would be Eddie and Len, and they are going to be their Grand Marshals. Plus, they're going to have a bunch, a bunch of vintage cup cars there. Oh. Bill Elliott will be there, Joe Nemechek will be there, and they'll be mm-hmm. racing stuff uh, that my buddy Jim Barfield has put together, and... Uh, uh, it, it's just great fun to see a 3,500-pound car oh, right. come down in the 10A and 10B and under the bridge. Mm-hmm. And uh, they could have like 35 or 40 of them there. I don't know how wow. many of them will run at one time, but I got to ask my, I, I, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, are they thinking by watching these vintage stock cars of maybe having the stock cars come at some point in time? I'm, I'm thinking it's time for that to happen. Because I'm expecting some people from NASCAR to be there. It's a NASCAR track anyway, mm-hmm. but him, so the... I expect some NASCAR people to see there. Checking that out. Well, Tim, Jeep is on top again with a plug-in hybrid. Yes, they are. This is going to be cool because you know what's neat about this? I can do this on my plug-in hybrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can leave the house running right. on the engine mm-hmm. and the hybrid portion of the car, get somewhere, and where this comes in handy with the Jeep is we could go somewhere and then tell the car to run just on the battery right and what's cool about that in a jeep is you're out in the you know in you're out roughing it and you're right. in the woods or whatever you can go completely silent with the thing that is awesome so that that's i think that's a cool capability plus uh you know the the having it run on the on the motor mm-hmm. when you're four-wheeling gives you the maximum amount of power Right, the best smoothly, torque. Smo- mm-hmm. Smoothly, the good torque and the good, you know, uh, power. And it's still going to be eligible for the $7,500 tax credit. Right. So that's, that's a great plus right there. They're <laughs> coming on strong. As long as they keep that going. I don't yeah, know. They're, really, they're really coming on strong with that. Well, if you need parts for your hybrid, these folks can't help you out, but they can help you out with your classic muscle car restoration, and that would be... The muscle car experts at Year One that provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to Access WDUN, click the links and hit the buttons and listen to the show at your convenience or go to any one of the many podcast sites that are available and listen to the show anytime that you want. Thanks to the great folks at Year One, the muscle car experts. I couldn't have said it any better. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Don't go away.
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Hometown people working together to bring you the best parts, tires, service, and repairs. Absolutely. And talking about hometown people, great folks at Hardy Chevrolet are hometown folks, and they invite you to find new roads in a Chevrolet. And I was talking to Mike Cormier earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. He's the general sales manager. They are loaded up with our favorite vehicle, which is the... Silverado. Chevrolet Silverado. They got a bunch of SUVs arriving daily now, the Equinoxes, Blazers, and Traverses. And I asked him, I said, are these ordered, ordered vehicles? He said, no, they are stock vehicles. So we're at the point now where you're getting in inventory so you can go out and check out Oh, know, that's what, what applies to your needs, what mm-hmm. trim level and all that kind of stuff. Right. That, that kind of changes the game a little bit. Sure from, it does. Uh, just waiting for to order one and having to wait and, you know, waiting to see if somebody cancels an order mm-hmm. and all of that. So um, that's that's good news, really. Blazer SS. You remember the Blazer SS when we first talked about it on the radio show? Oh, yeah. Cool-looking car. Right. Absolutely cool-looking car with the blacked-out and uh, body cladding and mm-hmm. just the design of the car. Well... The newly redesigned tracks is in the showroom right now. Okay, now I'm going to talk about the Blazer SS <laughs> and another interesting thing that's coming down the road here in just a minute. But when I was in the showroom, they have a new redesigned tracks, mm-hmm. And like the Blazer, uh, it, it is completely different than the old version. Oh, really? Yeah, and it starts at 21.5 and fully loaded. 21500 Fully loaded is $27,000. Wow. So we're between 21 and 27 on a brand new vehicle. Yeah. That's a price point, you know, that you can live with. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I think it's a great-looking vehicle. I think you should go check that out. And back to the Blazer SS. Kind of looked a little bit to me. Camaro-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even Corvette-ish. Really? So all of a sudden now, it is in the magazines. It is coming down the, the pipeline. They're going to start building a Corvette-powered SUV. Wow. Now, they're calling it in the magazines. They're calling it a Corvette SUV. Mm-hmm. Mike and I are hoping they come up with a different name for it. Well, uh, you know, whatever they call it. I mean, who cares? It's Let's not going to be a Corvette. It, my, we can call it Corvette, but it's an SUV. A Corvette is a two-seater sports car, yeah. and they're coming out with some great versions of that, by don't, the way, too. The, yeah, don't the get hard up. And the... Uh, ZR1. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't get hung up on the name. It's, well, this is something that all of us SUV drivers have been clamoring for. Why don't you give us an SUV that has some level of handling and performance? I don't care what you call it. Put it out on the road for us, please. You don't want a Hellcat, whatever that is? Grand Cherokee or there's a, there's T- a Hellcat version of something. T- well, we're not talking about those people oh, right okay. now we're talking about our great friends with a bow tie well i just don't call it a corvette but i hope they sell a ton of them i do too i know what they are going to sell a ton of these are uh, this is a new vehicle that's on the horizon it's the silverado 2500 zr2 now they've got the colorado mm-hmm. and they've got the silverado mm-hmm. 1500 i think this is the best approach to uh, some of these big off-road trucks that have been offered by those other manufacturers. Um, 
I think this is the best approach because they're hanging everything on the chassis of a Silverado, which is already a three-quarter ton truck. Mm-hmm. And they got some great power plants, which I'm going to let you tell the folks about. Well, you could, it's available with either the 6.6-liter V8 gas engine or the 6.6-liter Duramax turbo diesel engine, which offers a lot more torque and a little more horsepower. But just depending on what your driving needs are, you know, you got your choices. You know, I, I noticed that a lot more people are moving back to gasoline engine uh, because the the diesel fuel has gotten so doggone expensive. I haven't paid any attention. What's diesel fuel there right now? It's depending on where you go. It's between four and five bucks, and I saw a station in Duluth. It was five nineteen. Wow. Yeah, I know that that makes a difference. Now, is it cheaper at the truck stops? For the big rigs? I, I, I don't think so. Not much. I mean, because the uh, the trucks, why would the truck stops be cheaper? They don't have any choice. They got to pull in there. Okay. I was just wondering. Speaking of trucks, Hardy Chevrolet has got service trucks now available. And getting your mid-size truck mm-hmm. serviced is always a great thing to do at Hardy Chevrolet because Donnie Weehunt runs that department. Yeah. And he is the employee of the month for Hardy Chevrolet for the great job he does out there getting your medium-duty trucks mm-hmm. serviced. And you can now get service trucks, you know, vehicles that are outfitted for the particular kind of, uh, um, you know, application yeah. that you have, whether mm-hmm. it be lawn care or plumbing or electrical or what it might be. See our buddy David Hornsby. And uh, sure, he can... He's either got it or he can find it for you. He'll get it. Yeah. And once you've got that medium-duty truck, or if you've got one that's got a little miles on it, mm-hmm. you can get it serviced at Hardy Chevrolet. Donnie Weehunt uh, takes care of that department, and he's just been awarded the Employee of the Month. Wow. For the great uh, service they do on the medium-duty trucks for you. So, boy. That's cool. We had talked about the demise of the 24 Camaro. Mm-hmm. Supposed to end at the, you know, this year is supposed to be last year for the right. Camaro. So I'm reading an article, and they're, apparently Chevrolet is going to come out with a 2025 Z28 Camaro as a final edition of the Camaro. <laughs> sure. And they're only going to offer 1,000 of them. Oh, my. Well, they're all sold already then. Well, I'm thinking just add a zero to the 1,000, and that's probably yeah. what the price is going to be mm-hmm. on, uh, on these two zeros. Let's put it that oh, way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, well, well, we'll wait huh? and see. But if you want more information about Chevrolets and want to check out the inventory, and they got a great inventory right now, or want to order something new, Hardy Chevrolet 2115 Brownsbridge Road, remember what Charles Hardy always said. Well, remember, friends, for goodness sakes, if you're going to do it, let's do it with the Hardy boys. We love you, and we need you. Bill, we got time for a Car Care Tip of the Week real quick? Yep. All right, Car Care Tip of the Week. Pollen and whatever is falling out of the trees where you live Mm -hmm. uh, can take its toll on wipers and cabin filters. Oh, yeah. Cabin filters for sure. Yeah, and you you know, the the weather has been crazy all over the country. You know, storms and whatever. Mm -hmm. And this stuff gets on your, you know, lays on your car, either the pollen or the junk that falls off the trees. Sure. And it eats up your wipers. Mm-hmm. And then what doesn't eat up your wipers falls into the, the vents, you know, in the cowl area of your car. Right. And gets sucked in by the cabin filter. Sure. And uh, you got a double whammy. Mm-hmm. So it's a good time of the year to, you know, change the wipers, uh, get quality wipers, and, you know, also get that cabin air filter right. replaced. 
you don't know how to do it, have your guys do it. And our guys happen to be the guys at Oakwood Tire and More. Okay. 3120 Atlanta Highway, exit mm-hmm. 1617 off 985. Uh, they can get it taken care of for you and get it taken care of for you properly. Well, all this uh, talking we do occasionally about EVs, well, maybe more than occasionally. Mm-hmm. One thing we haven't considered, what we've mentioned that? it a few times. Uh-huh. EVs in relationship to gasoline vehicles weight-wise are... Heavier. Heavier. Much. They're finding out that EVs are too heavy for aging parking garages. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're actually stopping them from coming into some garages now in different places of the country. Wow. And I don't know who determines this. I would assume that it's construction engineers that say, hey, 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 wait a minute. We built this thing back in the, the 80s, and it was, you know, supposed to support so many pounds. Mm-hmm. And now you, you know, park four or five Hummers in there, and you've... Uh, electric hummers and you've overcome the yeah. overtaken the weight capacities because they weigh like eight nine thousand pounds right and uh so it it begs to question how about our highways mm-hmm. how about our bridges and all this infrastructure stuff that's you know been passed and all that oh yeah have they considered that the push to electric vehicles is going to create problems they hadn't even thought about yet could very well be so it's it's ironic though that you pass an infrastructure bill Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to beef it up because you want everybody to drive an EV. Right. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's well, a complex, lots of moving parts in this EV yes, thing. Yes, there for are. For sure. Yes, there are. Well, we'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk AM 515 FM 102.9. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. Whether you're at the shop, the garage, or the driveway, we have the parts, tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. You got that right. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, Bud, we were talking about the Corvette SUV. Is there a possibility that it's going to also be an electric vehicle? I don't know. What I what I saw about it was it was going to be a four-cylinder, six-cylinder, or V8, and they eventually want to make like a 600-horsepower version of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's either going to be supercharged or, you know, the Corvette E-Ray is out there now. Right. I'm thinking, what if they, you know, what if they make this thing a hybrid? Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, a performance hybrid. Can someone please build it? Yeah, make it plug-in also. Yeah, make it plug-in also. Right, right, right. right. We'll keep you updated on all the stuff that's coming down the pike. Right. Things could From turn. Chevrolet and Hardy Chevrolet in particular. You know, we were talking about liabil- liabilities. Blah, blah, blah. Liabilities in the beginning of the show. Broken hydraulic hoses can be a big one in the construction business. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you got a tractor sitting sitting still, and you got you know twelve guys there, and you don't mm-hmm. have enough shovels for them to lean on. Right. You know, everybody's everybody's just stopped. Mm-hmm. So, Complete Auto Parts now offers hydraulic hoses at all three of their locations. Two wire hoses is as big as Gainesville store does, but they've got up to four wire hoses in Clarksville and Cornelia. Okay. They are family-owned, locally staffed, nationwide warranties on Carquest branded parts and now you can get your hydraulic hoses serviced there 
also. That is huge. It is huge. Uh, do you have a tool of the week or product of the week for us? Uh, product of the week. Oh, okay. Here we go. Yes. Brought to you by Tim's Auto Upholstery. Right. From our friends at Complete, Complete Auto, Parts. Auto Parts. Now, you often, you often mention this next subject, and that is hoeing out your car in the springtime. Yeah, right, right. And what you want to do, since so many people have leather interiors now, and people are so stingy about taking a few moments to put some leather conditioner, that's my tip of the week. Go to Complete Auto Parts at any of their three locations and get your favorite brand of leather cleaner and conditioner and condition the leather. Put back some of the oil that the sun is drawing out of the leather, drying it out and making it crack and go all to pieces. If you treat this leather regularly, and I'm not talking about once a year, how about once a month? How about every couple weeks? Spritz it on there, leave it set, rub it around, come back in 30 minutes and then buff off the excess. There won't be any because it'll soak in. And that way you can preserve your leather and you won't need me. <laughs> wow, well, we're, we're going to need you because eventually we can wear the leather out. Yeah, well, now, eventually. Do you know, are there, are there specific, I know Complete Auto Parts has these specific types of cleaners you need. Different cleaners for leather and cloth? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For leather, you want to use something with a neutral pH because okay. something that is very, an aggressive cleaner is going to attack the leather. You don't want to do that. So you want to use something mild. Uh, there is a Lexol product that is a neutral pH okay. as far as cleaners go. Then use whatever your favorite leather conditioner is, again, to put back the oil that the sun is drawing out. And Complete Auto Parts also got the stuff to do your trim, mm-hmm. um, do your carpet, all of that. Right, right. Yeah. Well, so Tim doesn't have to. Yes. <laughs> we'll still send some work your way. What's going on that's... Uh, um, you know. It's You know, there's there's just so much work out there, and... We're training new people, and we've got our experienced guys. It's great to see young guys coming up in this business. And the old cars people are restoring and the new cars that people are trying to maintain. And I'm telling you, bud, as it goes, time goes on, this uh, maintaining your old car is used cars are going to go out of sight with these new EPA regulations that are going to, force manufacturers to sell vehicles that maybe no one can afford so it makes a lot of sense to keep your old vehicle up do whatever you got to do you bring up an interesting discussion Uh the epa yeah you know they just came out with uh, some new mandates they want to reduce you know they want to reduce emissions over the next four or five years by 56 percent Right. You know, nearly 60%. They're going to force automakers to sell half of their new vehicles as EVs. Yeah, but they want they want it by 2030. Right. What do you think? It's not going to happen. There's, there's the, I, I don't think it's possible with the infrastructure is not prepared yet. I don't know how, how many of these they can build. How Who's going to be able to afford to buy them? Uh what are we going to do? Where are we going to get the material for the batteries? I mean, none of the, n- none of the basics are really in place yet. But they are in place for hybrids to continue to sell and at least reduce by half the uh, emissions that we're putting out there. So why aren't we concentrating on that while we give the electric vehicles a little time 
to progress. Yeah, and I think uh, we, I, I ran across an article that we're going to talk about next week. Uh, Toyota has some interesting ideas in working with combustion engines and hydrogen. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, they're on to something. I think they are, too. But what, this is going to be a huge squeeze for the auto manufacturers who have put each of them billions and billions of dollars into this EV technology. If they can't sell these vehicles, they're going to be the ones that are going to suffer. No, we're going to be the ones that are going to suffer. Well, yeah. Because we've provided the funding and some of the tax breaks and stuff for, you know, the development of these EVs, not not necessarily by the car manufacturers, but by anybody that wants to get into the EV business. Sure. Batteries and everything else. So, you know, you're funding, you're funding a new startup, net, possibly, mm-hmm. to build batteries. So you're funding them, and yet you can't afford the car that the battery's going to go in. Right. And, and then they've changed the rules on getting a tax break form. So that's going away. So it, it just keeps going in a crazy circle. Very I, crazy. I, I don't know where, uh, I know, don't either. where we're going to go with all of it. It's just, uh, I'm glad you brought it up, though, the, uh, you know, the whole thing about the EPA, because the EPA is, when I, when I think of the EPA, I think of, you know, creeks and streams and mm-hmm. air quality and stuff like There's a lot of other things that I think the EPA can concentrate on besides the auto manufacturers. Because right. cars have gotten cleaner and cleaner. You, you remember when we used to have smog in California? Yeah. You know, now, now that's gone away. And, you know, it went away long before we came out with EVs. I just think we've we've had we've a, gotten. A, I think the Atlanta air in the, the air in the Atlanta area yeah, right, has right. gotten a lot cleaner than it was twenty years ago. And a lot of that has been, you know, because of the fuel injection systems, the mm-hmm. engines that shut off when you come to a stop, uh, right. you know, and other systems can still run on the car, and a combination of you know plug-in hybrids, EVs. Mm-hmm. But the combination to me seems to be the answer to getting to the the. A goal of some kind, but I sure. think the, I think the administration we have right now is just has an agenda for their goal, and you mm-hmm. know, uh, like I say, we all stand around and sing kumbaya. But I don't I don't think that you know, twenty thirty is is realistic, and I'd I'd be really concerned as a as a decision maker for car manufacturing. You know, where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? How are we going to do that? How are we going to come out? I mean, there's a lot of lives and jobs at stake here. In the industry with vendors and, you know, the fallout goes all the way down to where I'm at. Well, yeah, and and the fallout is also in California. You know, they have a lot of electric vehicles more than anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And their charging systems don't work half the time. Right. Because we don't even have the the infrastructure to have those charging systems Mm -hmm. checked regularly. Sure. Uh, Aren't the brownouts in California, too? Yeah. Yeah. He's I mean, if it, was, if it was up to me, I would say, why don't we concentrate the most on trucks, buses, delivery vehicles, garbage trucks, and so forth in inner cities? Let's begin there. Correct. And then work our way out from that, because that would make a huge difference. And you wouldn't be stressing the system so much if all of the garbage trucks and, and buses and delivery trucks were not even full electric but hybrid vehicles sure yeah i think i, I think we go back to hybrid is like you know having 
an electronically operated carburetor, you know, back in the day. Yeah, right. You know, it was better than what we had before, mm-hmm. but, you know, we made it even better as we got into fuel injection sure. systems and, and things like that. Well, luckily, if you've got a classic muscle car, you don't have to worry about all that stuff. All you have to worry about is keeping it looking beautiful, and who can help you do that? The muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia, who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information, you can go to XSWDUN, click the links, hit the buttons, and listen to the show at your convenience. Or you can go to any of the podcast sites so that you can listen to the show whenever you want. And that's brought to you by the great folks, muscle car experts at Year One in Cornelia, Georgia. All right. Remember to keep between the ditches, shiny setup. We'll see you next week right here on AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great week.